everyone. Welcome to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. This is Irliana Samsara, your host and tour guide through the cosmos. <laughs> uh, we're at episode 99 and uh, wow, this is the full moon in Scorpio. This is what we're going to be talking about today. So uh, the full moon in Scorpio is going to take place um, on uh, Monday, April 20, in the Western Hemisphere, it's going to be April 26th at 11.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for those of you in the Eastern Hemisphere, that'll be the early hours of the morning on into the day on April 27th. So what does this full moon look like? Well, just to present here. Uh, the full moon is always about when things come to fruition. The things that we began on the new moon, uh, it is the peak. It's the, the, you think of it, the fruit ripening, right? And it starts to ripen and it's time to harvest. What we have, the, like the seeds we planted at the new moon, are coming into fruition. And then uh, from this point on, for the next two weeks, the moon is waning, right? So it's like, it's about, you know, the, the things that we have reaped and harvested and we will start to complete that cycle until the next new moon in May. So um, what the full moon looks like is uh, seven degrees of Scorpio, right? So the sun is at seven degrees of Taurus and the, and the moon is at seven degrees in the opposite sign of Scorpio. So if you are a Scorpio sun, if you have the sun in Scorpio, uh, this is the full moon of your year. Right? If you think about your birthday being the new moon, right, and then the full moon, the, the fruition six months later, we have here this full moon in Scorpio. So whatever you started doing back in November, the fruits of that will be are being reached now, right? The harvest time, so to speak, for your moon for the year at large. This particular new moon is rather intense. Uh, so. Um, the new moon, in, the full moon in Scorpio, of course, with full moons, emotions always reach peaks. And depending on what sign they're in, of course, it would flavor that. Well, with the moon in Scorpio, Mars is the host. Mars and Pluto in modern astrology at Pluto. So Mars and Pluto are the hosts. Um, interesting that this full moon has, it's the moon, there's a mutual reception going on. So what that means is, that the Mars is hosting this moon, right, in Scorpio. So it's like the full moon is having its thing in the temple of Mars. So, and then Mars, it happens to have just entered on Friday, it entered into Cancer. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about the full moon, a little bit about Mars and Cancer. So, uh, and what that will look like as Mars goes through a sign about six to seven weeks it spends in a sign. So what that might look like. Anyway, so Mars is the mutual reception here. We have Mars in the, um, is, is hosting this full moon. And then Mars happens to be in the moon's house in Cancer, right? So Cancer's ruled by the moon. So as Mars travels, Mars is in the moon sign and the moon is in Mars's sign. So it's called mutual reception. So it's kind of like, hey, I'm staying in your Air Airbnb and you're staying in my Airbnb. Woot, we have this kind of connection because we're each in the other's house. So uh, what does this look like? This is what we wanna you know, focus on. Okay, so Scorpio, water sign. Uh, Scorpio is associated with things. Um, it, this could be a very emotional, cathartic full moon because especially with, um, as it pertains to uh, deeply rooted 
beliefs, perhaps, um, you know, and an ability to, there may be breakdown, breakthrough, but to regenerate, you know, that's, that's the Scorpio way, a crisis or drama leads to breakthrough. Um, this particular full moon, the sun is, um, is conjunct with Uranus, the planet of change and revolution and freedom, and Venus, which is about love, harmony, relationships, peacemaking, our, our, our connections, our resources, money, finances, as well as Mercury. Mercury's um, at, um, will be at uh, 15 degrees. So we have the sun at seven, Uranus is at 10, your, um, Mer Venus at 15 Taurus and Mercury at 16 Taurus. So we have four planets in Taurus for this full moon. So that's a stellium. That's a lot of energy regarding Venus related things. So the desire for harmony and love and peace and connection, but be doing this in new ways and the desire to be free. And this, this full moon is, the, the full moon in Scorpio would be opposing that. So it's, it's needing to work out. There's some kind of dramatic push pull or tensions between perhaps maybe feeling stuck in old modes of relating or old modes of nurturing or connecting with our families. Maybe there, if there's any toxic elements in, in family dynamics that they would be addressed at this time. Um, and the need to break free of, of old toxic patterns and feeling a, a need of freedom and independence in our connections with others and even in our relationships. You know, we, you might be in a relationship and you might be finding you know, there's some issues that are coming up for these next, this next, over the last few days and then peaking tomorrow and then waning on Monday, Tuesday, um, that will uh, bring up these issues of, of security, you know, emotional security, um, certainly financial security, right, with Scorpio ruling other people's money, um, as, you know, investments, estates, inheritances, wills, annuities, those, those things are all very Scorpio related. And in, in, a, in a personal transformative aspect, Scorpio is our ability to regenerate from crisis, that crisis produces um, really the opportunity for a breakthrough. Unfortunately, for so many of us in our culture, we just tend to think of crisis as, oh, let's just avoid that. That's scary. That's bad. Let's, let's run from anything that's gonna, you know, peek under the hood. And this, but the real, the real, uh, the whole reason we, you know, this archetype is really not about just focusing on that part. It's we have to really see it as part of a larger whole where the phoenix rises from the ashes, the good comes out of a, a so there are harsh truths perhaps and scary stuff that when faced produces a breakthrough, a letting go process. And when we let go, that's when things can come in and rebuild and regenerate. So those are the kinds of themes that are coming up now with our personal relationships, especially, and maybe relationships as they, as they um, relate to finances and possessions. You know, Venus is also about our, our, you know, personal possessions, the things that we hold dear to us, our skills and our resources. So all of this coming into play at this full moon, it might pre present some um, dramatic emotional tensions, um, but again, things coming up, things, secrets perhaps um, to be revealed. I would say too, with the moon in Scorpio, there could be some secrets around um, these, uh, you know, 
some fears of survival, some, uh, you know, certainly, and, and where it could lead to with, with, you know, money being energy, a vital life force, sexuality, money, sex, money, death, and taxes, you know, it's a Scorpio thing. So all of those uh, coming up. I think about in the collective where, um, oh, and then, you know, with all that, as all that is happening, I'll just say that Saturn is making its, uh, is squaring. So Saturn is at 12 degrees of Aquarius right now. So it's squaring, you know, the, the sun, Uranus uh, and uh, Mercury and Venus. So it is really saying, hey, let's get wise here. And let's, you know, they, with that Uranus conjunct Venus over this weekend, it was like, maybe some of us are feeling, well, we have to be free. We have to express ourselves. We have to just go crazy. And it's like, oh, that's wonderful. Like we all want to be free and enlightened. Uh, but Saturn is coming along saying, okay, you know, we want the best for you too, but let's, let's be, let's just put the brakes on this and make sure that whatever's going to happen is going to be lasting change, not just change for the sake of change, but like something that can really have a lasting impact. So not like it's bad. I mean, some, you know, a lot of us are like, oh, Saturn's the baddie, you know, Saturn is the malefic, right? The greater malefic in, in traditional astrology. And of course that to a person who doesn't know traditional astrology, uh, for many years, I was just in modern Western psychological astrology, and, and it really turned me off to hear those terms like, oh, my God, you know, I don't want to, I'm a living, man, you know, but um, when you study it, you understand there's deeper levels of understanding these things. So it's not that we're not being this very rigid, limited, determined point of view, um, but Saturn is the greater malefic is it's like by saying the challenges you know, as I understand it, like challenges can bring breakthroughs. That's what I'm feeling and to say here. Challenges are, we are here to be challenged because that's the only way we grow. So, you know, Saturn really is our friend, even though he's tough as nails. You know, I, I keep saying he, you know, excuse me, I'm just whatever. <laughs> I think the gods, right? Saturn was a guy, but it's, it's that force of nature that has us, that brings a limit or constraint or boundary to something. So it's really saying, hey, I want your freedom, but let's just be wise about this. And let's let's make it last instead of this, you know, fizzling Uranus energy could be here and gone. You know, like somebody, oh, this one night stand, you know, Venus conjunct Uranus, woo, you know, you go crazy. But <laughs> but we are here to, to have something lasting. So um, having said that, um, there is interesting where um, where these energies, this kind of volatility is going to play out when the sun is going to then be in the uh, conjunct Uranus exactly on April 30th, May 1st, depending on the time zone you're in. Um, but, and that will, so we're, we're going to revisit some of, these, some of these very themes when the sun itself gets into that exact square with Uranus. I mean, sorry, exact conjunction with Uranus, which is also squaring Saturn. So there's this dynamic is flaring up for us now and we'll see as, as well next month. And then of course it'll, Saturn and Uranus will square exactly again in, in mid June. So uh, what we're seeing here, you know, I, I can't help but think about um, in terms of the out there in the world, this, you know, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency, digital currency, with uh, Taurus ruling the stock market, financial um, f 
financial matters, personal financial matters, and Uranus being in the sign of Taurus. Okay, Uranus, there's your Bitcoin connection, new and revolutionary ways, digital ways, literally digital currency, Uranus and Taurus. So yes, very strong here. Not a surprise that I think over the few days ago that Turkey, um, there was some kind of Bitcoin crash or implosion in Turkey. Um, honestly, I'm, I feel there's going to be more volatility, especially with between the, these few days and then as we head into that Saturn uh, with the Sun conjunct Uranus, I think there could be certainly more volatility in the markets, especially around Bitcoin. And I, when I say Bitcoin, I don't mean just the Bitcoin company, but all cryptocurrency. It's definitely a, a very volatile time. And of course, the full moon in the sign of Scorpio, of, of the financial sign of Scorpio, again, bringing up, it can be bringing up a lot of angst. So, um, and I think too, uh, there could be further um, flare ups, you know, boom bust. And then of course, when we think longer term as Saturn next month is planning, it's not a, today and over the next few days, it's still at 12 degrees, but it's going to retrograde at 13 degrees on May 13th. And so when it does that, of course, I'll be talking more about that in depth, but and um, Michael and I, Michael Bartlett and I, in the previous episode 98, you can hear us talking about that too. Great guy, by the way. We had a fabulous thank you, Michael. That was awesome. So much fun to talk to him. And he's so brilliant and has so many great insights. So, uh, but we did say how, you know, this this is a kind of a correction time with Saturn is, is it could be testing the boundaries. And maybe there might be some... Um, conflict about government, you know, how much do, do we regulate this? Or maybe there needs to be a new way of regulating uh, the cryptocurrencies as they are, and a new structure required, or just checking the progress of that. So this, these next couple of weeks, a few weeks will be um, pretty volatile for the Bitcoin and the digital currency landscape between this flare, you know, this, this full moon, and then sun conjunct Uranus. And then again um, in next month. So, whoa, right? A lot, a lot. Um, let's see. So we have, um, Uran yes, sun will be exactly conjunct Uranus at about 10 degrees on April 30th, May 1st. And um, what I also find interesting, speaking of finances, the, the, uh, the USA, of course, the USA sun is at 13 degrees of cancer, right? 13 degrees. And um, Bitcoin, when Bitcoin uh, came into being, the natal chart for Bitcoin, the sun was at 13 Capricorn. So it's exactly opposite the USA sun. And the US dollar was um, birthed at 13 Aries and the Chinese Yuan was uh, began at when the sun was at 13 Libra. So interesting, they're all cardinal signs, pivotal points, angular, and they are all at this power point of 13 degrees. Well, Mars is going to be uh, conjuncting that point the, on, uh, of the USA. Uh, the, Mars will conjunct the USA Cancer uh, on May 14th to 16th. That happens to be the very point of last year's, last July's lunar eclipse, which happened on July 4th, as, as uncanny as that is. July 4th, we had a lunar eclipse at 13 Cancer. So obviously the affairs of our country being the USA being a cancer country, 
very much, and lunar being like the setting of the way our environment, uh, the very way in which we relate and our homeland, you know, so, so there's all this coming up about um, and major endings and major beginnings happening around that, especially regarding the United States. And the Mars is going to be, uh, when Mars um, comes along at, at that particular point of, of, of any eclipse in any sign, it's always we look at Mars because that, that will be when action is moved forward regarding those, those very issues. And that's going to happen in just a few weeks, May 14th to 16th, Mars is going to be at that 13 degree point. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens. And being at the same time, not only is it activating the eclipse, that lunar eclipse, but it's also activating, and of course, opposing and squaring the, the natal charts of Bitcoin and China and the US dollar. So who knows, we, maybe we could see a change uh, regarding the US currency. You know, the US currency has always been the reserve currency. And between that and, and other factors, I, I go back again to that very pivotable, piv pivotable huh, new word, right? Lunar eclipse in, uh, in last November at eight degrees of Gemini. And that was also important. You know, when I saw that, I just saw digital currency all over that because that was eight degrees of Gemini. There's Uranus. I mean, the Uranus of the USA chart is eight degrees of Gemini. So I'm like, mm, there it is, digital currency. So there's these major changes and breakthroughs and the, leaving one chapter behind and starting anew <clears throat> regarding currency, coins, currency, digital currency. And that'll be, uh, like I said, that's just, just something that's uh, coming up very strongly here. I just think about it a lot. <laughs> and maybe there, you know, for many, many years, of course, we've heard in financial circles, you know, will the US dollar collapse or will, will it be replaced by, there's, there's always somebody rattling their chains, will it be replaced by another currency? And hey, you know what, that conversation's coming up pretty loud now that we're in, in this uh, particular uh, time of the year with, with this Mars activation and uh, Mars going through cancer. So anyway, that brings us to Mars and Cancer. So yeah, just to finish up about that, there are these themes are again, this volatility to be revisited uh, in about five days from now, April 30th, May 1st with the sun conjunct Uranus. There it is again, um, certainly, um, yeah. So there, there's a lot of uh, potentiality here for shifting. Um, just wanted to, uh, conclude this talk with just a little bit about Mars and Cancer. So Mars and Cancer, when about every mm, two years, Mars will come around in, in the sign. And so uh, Mar it takes about six to seven weeks for Mars to go through a sign. So Mars with its, was at zero Cancer. Well, that happened, as, as I've mentioned in other podcasts, that, has ha that happened on Friday, Friday morning, 7.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the United States, Mars hit zero Cancer, <clears throat> and for the for a few days, it's at zero degrees. Now it's not, but zero is a is the critical degree, right? Is a critical degree. The zero point of any sign is very critical because it's showing us what's what's going to be played out, the potentiality of what's played out. What's Cancer? The homeland. It is about nurturing, mothering. Think of the nest, the home, the nest. Uh, taking 
caring and healing and caring and nurturing each other. It's also about being feeling secure and comfortable, right? Those are all Cancerian traits. And then you think about Mars being the battle axe. Well, Mars in Cancer is considered in its fall. So what that means is that Mars, it's not where Mars most likely excels. He, you know, it, Mars excels in, in Aries and in Capricorn, you know, he does very, he's exalted in Capricorn and his natural domicile is Aries and Scorpio. So these are where he's at home. So Mars at, in uh, Cancer is, I think of, well, cancer is a water sign. So you can imagine a hot, fiery water, a hot, fiery warrior being put, put out by water, right? Can't really function very well. And I thought about that. Remember that ice bucket challenge a few years ago where everybody, you know, stood there and they had that water, ice water pulled, you know, thrown over their head. It's kind of like a Mars and cancer. I really want to do something, but I'm getting washed out. <laughs> so it might be with cancer with the moon ruling this transit that our ability to get things done our drive and our, our ambition that's very marsy um, that that quality of getting out and making things happen happen that yang energy uh, could have it could be subject to mood swings or the our emotions or we may get moody about the way and our path and our progress so it, it's kind of colored by that but i would also say on a, on a good note that, you know, what, what do we do when a planet's in, in its fall or, um, you know, when it's, when it's like that? Well, think about it. You, you make the best of it. Uh, there's a, who's the Olympic swimmer? I think it's, is it Mark Spitz or uh, Michael Phelps? Um, one of them has, at least one of them has the Mars and Cancer. Well, you know, the dude won like what, seven or eight gold medals. Mars and Cancer works, you know? It can work, right? So maybe Michael Phelps um, or uh, Mark or Michael might not have been good as, as a land soldier, you know, out in the deserts of, of wherever. But, um, but heck, man, you know, Olympic swimmers. So it depends on how you use it. So yes, that's, that's an example of achieving great things in the water, right? And <laughs> being a really strong swimmer. Uh, so that's what it's encouraging us to do. And I, I would say, you know, swim, you know, swim strongly, swim powerfully and bravely through your emotions. You're not getting stopped by them, but you can use them to propel yourself. Another way I, I, you might think of it is uh, besides, you know, you, this is a great time to start um, mermaid lessons or water ballet, you know, <laughs> but uh, is, um, like at the very least swimming lessons, you know, would be good. But I would say too that Mars and Cancer, we could be fighting. Mars is always going to be the warrior. So what, what do we fight for? Uh, fighting for uh, our ability to nurture and take care of each other. So think about maybe battered women, domestic violence. Um, in the news, great example, the Arkansas legislature, you know, the governor had uh, over he had uh, vetoed this, this ban on transgender treatment for, for, um, for children that needed their, the hormone therapy and such. And he, uh, the, the, it was up in the, in the Arkansas legislature and then he vetoed it, but then the legislator over, legislature um, overrode the veto. So uh, I read about that many families in Arkansas were saying, you know what, maybe we need to move. 
So that's a classic Mars and Cancer, right? Cancer is the home and Mars is moving how we move through the world. And, and we're gonna stand up and be warriors for our children. These children who needed their treatment or are getting them or about to get them or just need them, who are really, that's the their authentic selves and their families are standing for them. Cancer, family, standing up for decency and compassion and, and comfort and security and getting their family what they need. So that's a perfect example. And I think too, as, <clears throat> excuse me, as we go through this, <coughs> pardon me, we could see there will be people standing up and that, that whole thing of this particular, let's say this legislature here, <coughs> sorry, and apparently se several other state legislatures have similar bills on their desks. However, we might see that a reversal of that when Saturn goes retrograde in May from May to October, it might be revisiting this and saying, look, we want a fair, just humanitarian society, Saturn and Aquarius. And let's go back and look, re-look at these laws because maybe this really isn't supporting the whole uh, gamut. And, and where when you're shutting out the children and families that are supporting the children, you know, how's that gonna work? How's that helping? So it's, it, it could be very well revisited and maybe revised. Maybe these laws get overturned on appeal or, or what have you. So just saying, you can see that dynamic playing out very well. Another very interesting thing happened when Mars was at zero cancer, um, when it hit there on Friday was this uh, really wonderful, uh, it was a story that came out in the news. Let me see if I can find it. It was, it was the first, I wanna say, uh, transgender official in the Pentagon that was being nominated. So I'm like, wow, that now there's, there's a breakthrough, right? Mars, military, cancer, the homeland, the USA homeland and leadership, right? So here's, here's a perfect example of that. And there's, there's zero degrees, you know, this is a new vision. So it's at the very time we're seeing this push-pull between say this Arkansas legislature trying to hold back this tide of progress, right? This tide of human progress that says, we have to take care of everybody. We have to be humanitarian minded. So it's this energy is being worked out because on the other side you have, hey, we have a transgender, a, a nomination for a transgender um, Pentagon official. So there's our new society in our more diverse encompassing diverse way. So you, you see where these things are <clears throat> getting played out very dramatically. And so I think that was it for now. Let me see. Um, yeah, yeah, that's probably about all I wanted to say, but um, just to, to share with you um, how, you know, and, and I would say with, with any new moon, uh, sorry, full moon, you know, we, we keep, keep our heads, right? So I try not to get too, um, let, uh, there could be some emotional cathartic breakdowns around money and finances and maybe Bitcoin. You know, I, I know that Bitcoin, for example, uh, what did it, it peaked a few days last week at, what is it, 63,000? Now it's, I think it's at 48,000. I'm thinking there could be, I, I'm, I, I'm almost certain that there'll be further market corrections around that around all, all the cryptocurrencies. I mean, and even what is happening now, the alt, alt, I'm not a, a crypto expert by any means, but I know that um, there are alternate currencies besides Bitcoin and it may be time for them to step up. So it'll be interesting to see how all these things play out uh, over the next few days. But in terms of our own personal transformation, you know, we have to remember too, 
let's keep, let's not get so caught up in, in the 3D of it. But in terms of our personal transformation, we can use, we can be aware and watch our energy, our, our emotions and be our own witnesses. If we are fi finding ourselves uh, flaring up from the emotional intensity of, of this full moon or any full moon, it's a an opportunity to you know step back and say, oh, okay, wait a minute. Oh, I see this is going on. And you know, where's the breakthrough here? What's what's uncomfortable that I that I want that I can approach and go through that fear and scariness and come out the other side. I always say that uh, the the sign of Scorpio to me, the, the archetype is to me, it's like the shaman who confronts their own death and in order to um, assist others. They walk through that valley of death and come out the other end transformed and then their sole purpose in life and their, their dharma is to assist others going through that, that transformation, you know, through that bardo. So anyway, that's just how I always see um, the great potential of, of Scorpio. So if anything, it could mean that we're seeing that money's not everything. And, and where are we putting our focus? Are we putting our focus on our own transformation as passionately as we are, say, you know, being a finance manager or, you know, so connected to money and finance? And, and or is there some kind of balance here? Is, is there a balance that needs to be worked out? It's not that we're saying, well, we'll be down on money, but it's just about how we hold it in our life. You know, who's what's running the show, who's running the show, where are our attentions? It's just something that we might consider. So anyway, that's all for now. Um, next, is next issue, listen to me. <laughs> what am I in the print world? Um, next episode, I'm going to be, so like, oh, it's like, episode 100. I won't, it was, shh, it's a secret. Don't tell anybody what, um, where, not right now, I'm not saying. Who's going to be the guest? There's going to be a guest on this show. Oh my God, I should, get a cake and make a big cake, right? All this Venus energy, make a big fat, sweet vegan carrot cake or something with dairy-free cream cheese icing to celebrate. Oh, it sounds really good. I got to find a baker who will do this. All right, that's my next, um, ep, you know, forget redecorating the house. I'm going to go find a baker and get a big cake and celebrate. <laughs> anyway, okay, until next time. Um, thank you so much for listening. And if you ever need a session, any kind of assistance, of course, I'm here to help. Starsoundastrology.com is my website. I'd love to hear how this new moon is feeling to you. Have you had any breakthroughs around money, security, uh, your own transformation? Just leave them in, down below in the, in the comment box. And um, yeah, we love to hear from you. So, okay, everybody take care. Namaste. Have a wonderful, wonderful full moon in Scorpio. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Bye for now.